0: The now. <laughs> the now. Welcome to the Heathen's Got to Life, the show with this opinion made native jerk and his little brother. Give our take on how to live your best life. I'm tap. What's up, world? I'm Kayla Sean. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. You are in for a fuck of a ride today. For real. real. The word heathen in this universe called the heathen's guide to life is actually an endearing term. A heathen is simply someone who lives their life unapologetically according to a belief system and a code of conduct that works for and makes sense to them, irrespective of what others might think or feel. Make sure you check us out at theheathensguide.com for your one-stop shop to all things heathen. You can find the full archive of our shows as well as our line of t-shirts and sweatshirts and those titles are heathen our signature curate your squad love unapologetically live unapologetically and my personal favorite fuck boys will be fuck boys
1: wait 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 and coming soon gay boy joy coming soon gay boy joy mm-hmm. hashtag gay boy joy
0: mm-hmm. You can also connect with us on Mixcloud, Soundcloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. So search for The Heathen's Guide to Life and follow and subscribe. And please, while you're at it, leave a comment and share with your network. So Marmee, what's Hi. Hi. So what's happening in your life this week?
1: Well uh I'm in the home stretch of my one month vow of celibacy. oh my God the one that you love to talk shit about and yes I'm gonna Skipping talk that part Whatever. um yeah it's I have um, about two more days and um I think I was a little too public about it this time usually it's something that I really um hold near and dear to my heart you like, do oh, this more you do this often <laughs> I've done it it's like a once a year thing for me you know when I have things going all loosey-goosey all over in my life i try to pick one area where i can control and like get it together
0: but why control the
1: area of your life
0: that's so involved with somebody else why not control your eating or control your being late for everything well, or control something
1: else okay my business thank you but um <laughs> <laughs> you just told bitches that i eat a lot i didn't eat <laughs> all the time that's something
0: that you can that you can have you can exercise control over that is really totally about you but if you're going to withhold sex That's depriving your partner. So,
1: this is the thing. I've had some, um, one friend in particular who has a problem with this and- um, Oh, it's not me? It's not you. (laughs) In addition to you. And, like, whenever he talks shit about it, I'm like, I feel a little triggered. Only because it reduces my relationship down to sex, for one. And then for two- it's like you forget the idea that my body is my body. And yes, I choose to share it with my partner. But that does not give them agency over my body.
0: It's not. it Right. It does not. However, you have chosen to enter into a relationship. Relationships, you have sex with your
1: partner. If you so, choose to. Ain't that
0: if you choose to. That's what, that's what you do. Everybody
1: doesn't have sex then in that, their relationships. That's, then
0: they don't matter in this I've conversation. I've had
1: weeks where I have more fun by myself, <laughs> loving myself, than I do with a partner, whatever. and it has nothing to do with how good he is in bed. Um, it's just about like sometimes I want to do me.
0: I think you're finding a reason to. I think you're finding a reason to rationalize what you're doing, and what you're doing, <laughs> what you're doing is fair. That's fine. I mean, fair. That's fair, right? Whatever. Right. I just whatever. It's what I do. But what I'm saying though, Kamar, is I get that you. Yes, your body is yours. Yeah. You have agency over your body. Yeah. If you were single, that's great. Yes, totally like harness your kundalini. Harness that energy for what you want to do it for. But when you're with a partner, now if you and,
1: and there was partner, a discussion before I did this, a brief one. But did
0: they did they did did they just acquiesce or did they say, "All right, cool, I support you in that?" Um the former. Well, if they just act, so then that's just like it's like it's like it's like holding ass for sale. No, like ransom. It's like you're holding
1: your ass for ransom to prove some point to yourself. It's not, I mean, it, this is like, I told you um, last week that I might do a blog post on this. I
0: think you should.
1: Because there's so, that. There, there are so many, um, you get a lot from choosing to go celibate. And especially for someone who's not good at, um, how do I put this delicately? Not good with self control. You do whatever you want to do. So you go
0: to the fucking you go to the most.
1: <sighs> that's that's how it's like when you've gone way too far left in your life. And you need to come back center. You do a drastic, a drastic that jerk to dras- the right. That is very drastic. And then and then by the end you're centered. So guys, look out for my Heathens Guide post um, on our website soon. Whenever whatever. I get time, whatever. What's going on in your week besides my judging week is, me? My
0: week is going back. So my week is about judging you right now.
1: It's so I'm gonna that. So I, it is. But I'm going to go back to... So clearly, I'm triggered. Yeah, because your partner is just a loving hole for you, apparently. Oh! It's <laughs> not, no more than that, That is apparently. not
0: true. But the thing is, right? So when I'm single, whatever. But if I'm in a relationship, then I've made a choice. We made an agreement that... My partner and me that we're gonna fulfill each other's sexual needs. That's part of the partnership. Right. So it's one thing if we both agree to celibacy for a predetermined time that we agree to and do it together. I get that. Yeah. But Which if it's we, one, we've done that in the past. Well, that's not this we,
1: wasn't the time.
0: Well, then the past is my judgment I'm judging right. you right now. Right. So if we agree to that together, then okay, I get it, right? But if it's one-sided, I think it's selfish. I find that selfish. I... And I will say, it's, it could very well be because I remember in my past relationship, times when I felt deprived. And I felt Ooh. some kind of way about it. And I just think, clearly, sex is important to me. And not just because of my really? own Really? <laughs> well, sex is... I didn't notice. We're human, right? And sex is part of our human experience. And... When we're single, then whatever you want to do with it, however you, however you deal with your sexual behaviors or desires is one thing. But when you're in a partnership, I think there's there's an um, an obligation to share um, and to be on the same page about that. Yes, I agree. While you said it's about this, you know, people judging you, you feel like that um, they have agency over your body. It's that's not what it is. It's that you have a mutual agreement to share your life and sharing sex is part of sharing
1: your life. Yeah,
0: yeah. And And so...
1: Until I choose to stop sharing it because it's my sex. It's... It's mine. I do what I want to do with my body and yes, I may include you in that conversation but at the end of the day, whatever you say is not going to change what I do with my body. It's mine. And on top of that, so much of the celibacy journey, I don't even like to call it like... It's not even real. It's only for a month. Like mom like is a long time. Okay, but um, so much of the journey is about your inner stuff that Whatever. you have working on um, on the inside. Whatever. It's like you can't really share that with somebody. Whatever. Like they're not going to get it if they're not on that same journey. Yuck! 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 So yuck. Uh, yeah, apparently uh, you're triggered, huh?
0: I just really you feel way way some kind of way. Change. I just part of it is like the fun of fucking with you, but part <laughs> of it really is that while I hear you and I think that what you're saying is
1: interesting, I just disagree with you. Um, mm-hmm. And then if I wasn't um, in a relationship, then I guess I would be like what they call an incel, like someone who's involuntarily celibate. An incel? That's the thing. You have people who are voluntarily celibate, and then you have incels where they're just like they can't get none anyway. So <laughs> they're like, <laughs> well, they're, just they're not celibate. By I don't choice. Have
0: any. I don't have any. I don't have any issue with people who choose to be celibate. That's your choice, especially if you're if you're a, a reformed whore. Then I really get it. You need to like rein that shit back oh, in. Shit. Um, but if you're just making <laughs> that choice, <laughs> because the people that I know that have taken celibacy, out, that have been, that have chosen, that have chosen a vow of celibacy for whatever time, are are coming from a period of being a complete abject whore. So they need to reign it back in, mm-hmm, and I get that. Mm-hmm. But enough
1: of all this. But wait, no, I can go on. You for know days what? About this. I'm glad you brought that up because it's not a, it, it is about writing things in. It's about when everything in your life is chaotic and you've just been doing the most in every area that you can possibly imagine. Once you start to flex those disciplined muscles in one area, you know, you get committed to one thing and you just really dedicate yourself to doing one thing, whatever that thing is, you get back into the habit of living a disciplined life. Um, like you with your eating, you finally learned how to um, get that under control. Well, I know that wasn't not, easy for you. Well,
0: actually, I made a choice and then I wrote with it. it right. It hasn't so it's, a challenge.
1: Yeah. So it's like. But until now I, I made that, that, that choice, you, baby. Now that you have that area under control, imagine how many other areas of your life that you might be able to do better in. Because. So. I can last, tell you like three areas that can use some work.
0: The last. Oh.
1: <laughs> Off the top.
0: <laughs> oh okay fine i'll receive that what so what the last thing that i'm going to say about this particular part of our mm-hmm, conversation mm-hmm. is that also what bothers me about what you're doing is that it comes from a place of deprivation and i don't do well with deprivation oh yeah i
1: do i like and that.
0: and you can play those kind of sm games with yourself but
1: i just can't i play them me. with others too. I make you chase it.
0: Come on. I'm going to wrap this part of our show up. This segment well, has come to an are end. Are we going to talk about your week at all? My week was about judging yours. Short, I don't think that's going short on. Short and
1: sweet. Short and sweet. <laughs> on
0: to the next thing. What else you got to say? Not good. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so this week on the- Moving on. So th- this, this sets the tone for the show, by the way. Clearly, guys. I am on 10 today. Yeah. I am on 10. You don't need that nitro
0: cold bro. That's why I'm on ten. I was on eight before. Okay, so this week on The Heathens Guide to Life, we are going to talk about gay stuff, right? So this is kind of a, a, um, a departure from last week's episode, where it was more a serious topic about our coming out stories and um, kind of our reaction to um, Nigel Shelby, who is a young who was who was a young man who took his own life because of um, bullying. Mm-hmm. So this is nothing about bullying. Mm-hmm. This is just about kind of exploring gay. So I posed a question to my network of people. If you could ask a gay man anything without the fear of being judged or, or offending him, what would you say? So we're going to go into that. Yeah. And I really ask people to be just open and like don't hold back. I think people still did because people are used to holding back, but that's not <laughs> who we are. So we have a litany of questions to go through, um, and so we're going to just jump right into it, right? So the first question that was posed by a guy, he says, why do gay part?" why do gay bartenders make the best drinks I like this we're gonna one. start light and Let's airy about light, this yeah. so I actually don't agree that gay bartenders make the best drink. I think that women make the best drinks
1: with the big old titties women, pushed up
0: women with big yes the women, ones that make women, the drinks pretty women and their tits make yeah. the best drinks yeah. in my opinion Me too. but I think for a man to pose that question that why do gay bartenders make the best drinks for him probably because they want to fuck him mm-hmm. he's probably hot what's his he, name is he
1: hot He's not hot. Damn. He's now not he, bad looking. Now I he knows. I wouldn't describe him. As, I wouldn't
0: describe him <laughs> as hot. <laughs> yeah, that's not how I would describe the guy as. He's not hot. He's handsome. He's not hot. But <laughs> A- am I hot? No. How would you describe me? I can't. No. I didn't, ew. Kamar. <laughs> Want to know? <laughs> ask somebody else if you're hot. You don't ask me that. Just ob- objectively speaking. No. No. So gay part. <laughs> Gay, part, gay bartenders make the best drinks for the yeah. men yeah. that they want to impress. Hands down. Um, I wonder if a woman would say that about a gay bar. Actually, probably because a gay bartender probably like, thinks she's cute and wants to just be nice to her. Because I certainly like pretty women. Definitely. And I, treat, and I treat them better than I treat ugly women. That's fucked up. It's my truth. I'm shallow.
1: You finally own that? I always say that I'm shallow. Damn. <laughs> I like pretty things. Well, I people. think I think if gay guys were to make the best drinks, it would be because life is so hard. They know you got to get fucked up. Moving on to the <laughs> next question. <laughs> the next question came from a woman. When you act extra flamboyant,
0: what woman do you know act like that? This is kind of a problematic question. Yes,
1: we we, we will address the tone of your question <laughs> at a later a time. Problematic. <laughs> so
0: what it is, person that asked this question is put her name out there. No, she I'm she not going to put my sister out there. <laughs> 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 Not my real sister, Taylor, <laughs> in this messenger. <wasn't> <laughs> so, Damn. extra flam. So, the thing about gay men, I think it's we used to think that gay men just trying to be like women. Yeah. And I don't think that. Yeah, gay like, men are acting oh, like gay men. Yeah. They're being fully expressed, whoever it is. Maybe they find expression in a feminine way to be how they want to express yeah. themselves, and they do. So, extra flamboyant gay men act. They act like what they extra. think is extra. They like yeah. the act. they like the attention. They want to be extra. So it's not about being like a woman
1: because, if anything, women act like gay men. Now they do. A lot of them. And if they're not acting like gay men, they're busy acting like drag queens, which is totally different. Right. Too. So
0: it's not necessarily that women are the point of reference for flamboyant gay men being flamboyant. Although
1: I will say this. What? There are a whole lot of gay men out there who think they're Beyonce. <laughs> Real talk. <laughs> <laughs> From the hair tossing, the way they walk. Maybe, uh, maybe there's a point some of, of reference,
0: but they're just taking an amplifier. Yeah,
1: I think when you see a man that's being flamboyant, I think it's just about him just being as extra as he could possibly be and being over the top and giving zero fucks. I will say, I think that sometimes that those flamboyant...
0: Um, personalities come from a place of insecurity. Mm -hmm. So they, you know, for whatever reason about their identity, they've chosen to like kind of overdo it in this area of their life. So I have it that if you're really securing yourself, then there's no reason to outwardly be extra. Now, if that's just who you naturally are, fine. But I think that a lot of people just... For it can go either way, yeah. I'm gonna say that some flamboyant personalities come from a place of insecurity and not just genuine, like bubbly personality.
1: And on the flip side, I would say some men are not trying to be flamboyant, but they have characteristics that are traditionally female characteristics, right? And that's just because they were probably raised around a lot of women, or they think women are so pretty that they should be replicated, okay? Like, you know, they switch. They talk in a high pitched voice. <laughs> they bend their hands a lot. They're yeah. not trying to. That's just, just who their, they are. That's just who just just who they are. They,
0: yeah. So yeah. Okay. Do all gay men tuck? And if so, where does it actually go? <laughs> if not, why not? You know what, girl who asked this question? Why? Yeah. Do, I. First you know, of all, this first has of nothing all, to do with being all, a gay man. This I is about
1: having you. a big dick. Actually. First of all, I love you. It has you. to go somewhere.
0: No, all gay men <laughs> don't tuck. Why no, all gay men don't there's no reason to fucking tuck your dick unless you're like performing in drag and you are sh- giving the illusion <laughs> of not having a dick. <laughs> or if you're a or if you're a gay man that expresses themselves in, in like kind of feminine clothes and you're wearing something that like, we want to give the illusion of not having a dick. But I personally like having a dick. Most gay men like having a dick, yeah. and I have no reason to tuck my dick. Wow. And it's unfortunate.
1: What? There is a thing that sometimes I like to call it a gentle tuck.
0: Excuse me? <laughs> a
1: gentle tuck. Excuse me? Now, when my partner goes out and he's wearing a certain type of revealing pant, I make him uh-uh, do a gentle uh-uh, tuck. Uh uh-uh, uh-uh. Yes, I do. Are you
0: kidding me? I'm going
1: to keep it real. That's just too much dick and it shouldn't be swinging like that. I don't. Stop it. I tell him to put some of it between his legs and no. to keep it. yeah. Because it's this big old bulge. And I'm like, you think people are not going to be looking at that? I don't care if you're going to church; you're gonna hide your dick. <laughs> so, to
0: answer your question, all gay men do not tuck. However, I will say, for modesty purposes, you may have to adjust your cock sometimes, yeah. depending on the kind of pants that you're wearing, and you don't want to you don't want to bring all the attention there. That's not tucking; that's just being respectful of the world around you. Yo, the other day, I was walking through the Haynes Building, and this dude was walking towards me with like gray sweatpants on, oh. from at least thirty feet. I'm like, is that his dick? All
1: right. So first of all, (laughs) let me just tell y'all, gray sweatpants is the equivalent of like a sundress to gay men. (laughs) If you go out in gray sweatpants and you get raped, just like you asked for it. That's kind of what it is. It's like you knew what you were doing with those gray ones. Listen, that's true. You know when you swing in dick. You do. I certainly Um, do. And sometimes,
0: you just, sometimes you just want to just
1: be provocative and like, right. you know, and I'm like, you know swing. what you're doing. Yeah, um, But so the other part of my little celibacy journey is I'm trying not to look at bulges. That's harder than not having sex. Come on, bye. <laughs> bye. Next question. Wait, she wanted to know where it went. We didn't tell her.
0: I don't, I don't, I don't know. You well, s- you know what? Watch RuPaul's Drag Race. If you watch RuPaul's no. Drag
1: Race, they'll tell you. So with the gentle tuck, you put the balls between your thighs. That's all you do. And then you want the dick to hang down straight. With the full tuck, you're sticking the head inside of your butt cheeks. Sometimes they all have to go what? in so there. So I
0: want you to watch RuPaul's Drag Race. I want you to go to YouTube and and ask YouTube that, or watch Silence of the Lambs. Or that scene where the guy in jail like actually tucks his dick as if he has a pussy. Oh, I don't. You ew. never saw that before. No. Anyway, do your own fucking research. I don't have an answers to that. I'll read
1: uh, the next question. Okay. (laughs) It says, Why is it so hard for you to give good energy to other gay black men without shade or underlying negative intent?
0: My heart actually goes out to the person who posed this question because it sounds very personal. Um, There are definitely gay men that just hate everything and everybody yeah. and I think that's more of a function of what of what that
1: particular gay man is going through in his life. It usually comes from being ugly <laughs> Oh, but I'm the shallow one come on I'm just saying most hateful gays that I've met are ugly well tell the truth tell the truth yeah, it's true. there you go <laughs> ugly people just have a hard time in life now, now we can address the, the question for
0: real so what it is I really think that you know being gay to a lot of people really can, really has negatively affected their life. And they get bullied, they get targeted, they get cashed out by their family. Yeah. And that gives them a negative outlook on life, mm-hmm. their life in the world around them. Mm-hmm. And so as a result, they project that onto other people. Yeah. And it could be. Um, that they see another gay black man who is confident about his life and who is and who you know does have a healthy outlook on life and lives a good life that they resent that Mm -hmm. and in that resentment they you know are shady and catty and they want to bring them down to the level of unhappiness that they are I don't identify
1: with that, personally. The other thing is sometimes they want to give you a compliment, but they're so used to making it shady that they don't know how to say something nice about you. Yeah. You know, so they'll be like, oh, yeah, I heard you got a new promotion. That's so nice to be living that basic ass nine to 5 life. I would never. It's like underhanded. <laughs> like, they can't help
0: themselves. <laughs> but a motherfucker like me would look at you like i just give a look. I don't yeah. even, some things you don't even have to, have to really address. Yeah. But to the person that asked this question, um, I would pose to you to self-examine. Um, and I wonder, cause I think, I think that I feel like we're magnets for energy, mm-hmm. right? So if you're experiencing negative energy from other people, I wonder how you feel about yourself. And I wonder if you're attracting that kind of energy to you because you are that energy for yourself. Ooh. Because for instance, I don't have that. Like I, I don't attract that kind of energy. I don't identify with that kind of um, experience with other gay men, people in general. People genuinely are kind to me and love me. Um, but I think that's a reflection of the energy that I present. So I attract that kind of energy back to me. Um, so that's my kind of answer to that.
1: My my thing is, um, yeah, similarly, I would examine the type of people who I'm around because I definitely know folks who have that type of negative perception on life. Mm-hmm. And I don't engage. I, I, I try to I really guess. limit my encounters with them. Yeah. And sometimes it does come from your own friend circle. When I was in um, college, I had a particular set of gay friends who were always me and shady, catty. Yeah. And it was just like, yeah, I don't need that. I don't identify with that um, kind of character. But on the flip side, I do know people outside of being gay. This is one guy who I work with, and he thinks so highly of himself mm. that when he does do something well, I don't want to tell him. <laughs> because I'm like, you don't want to feed into his like ego, right? I don't want right? to feed into his ego. So you, Mr. Man, I, I don't know who you are, but if you think you're all that, people don't want to tell you that you're all that. That's, Okay. I I don't know. You don't know him. It's fine. I don't think that's what it is, though. Okay. I think I don't. Well,
0: I don't want to go into
1: it. Um, Okay. Next question. Read the next question, Kamar. The next question is: At what point or when do you decide if you're a top or a bottom? I'm salivating at this one.
0: So for me, it was trial and error. Mm -hmm. It was just experiencing both, and what did I get off on better? so I kind of I tried both yeah um I don't like to bottom very much um I'm not opposed to it because' I'm, a, I'm not a selfish lover mm. um but that's not where I get off like some like from what I know of my fellow gays some men get off on getting a box beat Whoa, right. Okay. That's not who I am. Um, and depending on the size of the dick, depending on some g- guys also want to get reamed out by a big old fucking small baby arm. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, that's not who I am. Yeah, right. And yeah. also for me, like I I'm an alpha male. And so for me being an alpha male, I like to be in control of things and people. And so that that presents itself in
1: my sexual proclivities. Sometimes I feel like people don't have a choice. Excuse me. I'm gonna keep it real. Um, I know some girly boys with big old penises and they don't have a choice but to bottom. Why? Because, because it's so big. girly. <laughs> but, I th- but is that but that could be how they express that. that. could be how
0: they that could be how they accept their identity and yeah. maybe they align more with you know being a bottom, being soft, being passive, being submissive. And that is part of their identity as a person, which which presents itself in their, in their sexual behaviors, too.
1: I think, yeah, all that plays a part in it. But, like, if you're, like, more of a softer person and, you know... I think some of that is already written for you. Because a lot of men don't want to get fucked by someone who's more feminine than they are. Mm-hmm. And um, some of that plays into the whole gender norms thing and, and, and all there, that. There
0: but... is a lot... There also, to this um, question... Um, I think there's a lot of heteronorti- hetero 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 normativity yeah, that, that in yeah. in in gay people's identities. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the kind of the what the overarching view of the world is from a heterosexual perspective, and so that definitely influences how a lot of us become yes um, people. And so
1: um, <laughs> we'll go more into that because there are other questions about being top and the bottom. But wait, though. But before we move on, I just want to say, even as a gay person. When I find a person who's very feminine, very very feminine, very flamboyant, and I find out that they're a top, I gag. Really? I'll be like, "What? I like the contrast." Of really? That. And there's a lot of them out there. So it is. It's just about like like my brother said. It's about preference. But most of the time, you can kind of tell if a person's like, you know, depending on how, uh, you know, you can tell. <laughs> 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 you be knowing. Okay, next
0: question. Next question. You read it. Why are gay men so promiscuous? Toxic. Okay. So Toxic. how dare you yeah. judge and generalize the truth? Basically. <laughs> so the truth is, I I think, yeah, you put so in general, men tend to want to conquer mm. men mm. want
1: to have sex as much as they can as much as they can so you put two men together and baby there's no holes barred and i experienced the same thing from a lot of um alpha type lesbians the ags really a lot of ags be hoes really hell yeah i don't really talk too much of them yeah i don't either my family
0: so also <laughs> <laughs> i think another reason why gay men tend and and, and actually men are promiscuous I wouldn't, in general. I wouldn't go that far i think men i think straight men are as promiscuous i think that the ratio of straight men that are promiscuous versus gay men that are promiscuous are pretty much the same i think there's some men that they get they get around. But there's some men that have a more of a, a reserved way about them in terms of having sex. Same thing with gay men. There's some gay men that that get it in. <laughs> get it in. And there are others that are more selective or more kind of like um, choosy about how often they have sex. But I think another, another answer to this um, is that men in general um, don't have the societal judgment about being promiscuous as women do. Word. So men have the free for all to fuck as many people as often <laughs> as we want to and that's seen as a sign that's just what men do. In the animal kingdom, men are the ones that go around and just procreate and they just go around and conquer different how females
1: if you're a bottom and you get around that is not cute. Mm. That is not cute for I you to get banged out by everybody. If if you're a bottom and you're promiscuous, I bet you it's a secret. But you know what? At the same time, I think that bod- I think that you know
0: bottom shaming, bottom shaming, well, pro- shaming promiscuous bottoms mm-hmm. is very similar to shaming promiscuous women. We're still gonna do it. It's the same hetero hetero normativity. Um, but again, gay men are promiscuous because a men tend to just be wanting to fuck everything that they can. So you put two men together, and that's a recipe for fun. <laughs> and then <laughs> disaster. All, but then also again, um men don't have the same pressure to not be seen as promiscuous as women do.
1: So that's that. When I read this question, all I could think about is um I hate to take it to a dark place, but I, all I could think about is the 80s when when AIDS just went rapid and entire communities were, were like wiped out and everyone said it was because gay men were just so promiscuous. Um, I hope that that's not the case today. But I will say, I think when you... When so much of your identity is based on who you have sex with, I think it's very easy to just run with that and lead with that when you come to a point where you can, like, control it.
0: Let me just say, if women didn't have the fear of being <clears throat> called whores, they'd be as... They would get around just as much. <laughs> women have to be... Women tend to be more controlled about... How more controlled and more careful about how many men they have sex with because just because of perception mm. if that was eliminated we would all be a bunch of fucking whores,
1: men and women equally i always wonder if the perception whole if the perception was different would more people be gay i wonder if it wasn't you know just the default to I be straight i think more
0: people would admit to being fluid i don't know about being gay mm. i think you know gay i think Gay and straight are the, are the edges of the spectrum. Yeah. Right? I think that if the stigma wasn't there, people would be more comfortable being fluid. And if they're already fluid, they'd be more comfortable
1: admitting to it. Because it's like, it's so weird to come I out. I want to move on to the next question. It's so weird to come out of the womb and then to automatically know by default, this is what you're supposed to do.
0: There's some nature versus nurture in there, I'm sure. You know? But moving on, because we have a lot, a lot to get through um what are your thoughts on gay men sounding gay and have you ever had any insecurities about having gay mannerisms
1: oh yeah i used to put my finger in my throat to make it sound deeper what yeah when i was um on the chat lines and stuff put your finger in your throat yeah make it sound like this and you put it right there and the whole thing would drop like 10 octaves I'm going to do the rest of the show I cannot, like this. I cannot. Yeah, I'll just put it right there. Um,
0: so there's there's a documentary on Netflix um, about sounding gay that I would like to watch that I didn't in What's preparation it called? of this. I don't know. Google it. Um, Excuse me. <laughs> I'm pressed for time. Um, my thoughts on gay men sounding gay is, unfortunately, that's something that, like, I think we all kind of judge. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think... Sometimes it's cute and it's like, whatever, but sometimes it's just like, it's. I look at it like, ugh, you're just fanning the flames of the stereotype.
1: It's a tell. Um, like if you want to be like DL, you can't because your voice kind of gives you it, it
0: It just goes to show how much our truth and how much our real kind of ways of being shines through no matter how much we try to hide it so there is a such thing as sounding gay i don't know the technical way of explaining but there is a such thing as sounding gay but I think what's there is worse
1: a... no i'm sorry finish no what, what do you what's mean? worse is that yeah. when you're straight and you sound gay the struggle yeah like a yeah. lot of black guys that hang around a lot of white guys sometimes pick up the um misinformed gay sound they do They do. you don't know the difference. True. It's confusing. Um, And the next part of the
0: question, um, personally, I don't have any insecurities about having gay mannerisms. I'm gay. So shit. I have ways about me that are feminine. I have ways about me that are masculine. So whatever my mannerisms are is what they are. And I'm not insecure about any of them because that's who the fuck I am. I have a lot to say about this, but I don't feel like it. So. All right. Um, Next question. Why do some gay men stay in private relationships with men that publicly bash gay men? What happened to number eight? I'm going to get... Oh, I overlooked <laughs> it. We'll go back to it. Next, <laughs> next, next. Um, I don't... Actually, I don't identify... I don't do well in this. Um, I don't do well with DL men unless
1: I'm just fucking them. But I wouldn't oh be in a relationship God. with them. This is why I had to save my energy from the last question to get to this question. Why? Because I love DL men. I just... But do you want to be, so, all right, I get the challenge of fucking them, right? Yeah.
0: I don't get being, I don't get getting to a relationship with them because you're never going to get all of them, number one, and then you have to, like, buy into their hiding
1: and hide with them. For me, it's always about, I just, I always root for the underdog. I don't know how they're the underdog in the situation, but, like, I just, I feel for them, and I end up, like, trying to, like, coach them and stuff like that. I've brought out a few DL men in my time. Um, it's th- a challenge. I think for that's, me. that sounds like your ego at work. Yeah, it's. it's I'm pretty it's good ego at trip. it. It's ego I'm, trip. I'm pretty good
0: at it. On a more serious note, I think that some gay men stay in those relationships because it's what they have, it's what they've gotten, and they kind of hold on to what they have, perhaps a fear of not getting another one, perhaps whatever their insecurities are about themselves or their worth. And so, if you have a low self worth, you may be more willing to be in a relationship with somebody that publicly bashes you because you maybe believe it too but also it could be that you know that their public bashing has more to do with them hiding their truth than it is their truth yeah that's that that, sense? that's
1: where i was going to go with it yeah. now, the question was why do some gay men stay in private relationships with men that publicly bash gay men so they may not be bashing their partner in particular but they're bashing gay men as a whole and a lot of them don't Identify themselves as gay men, yeah. and then behind closed doors, they identify as someone who engages in sex with men, but yeah. they're not gay. Um, if I was to put myself in that in that predicament, I would just imagine that the person who I'm sleeping with, I would be like, "Well, why do you do what you do?" Yeah, and I think the common answer would be, "It's a cover." Like you it's said, it's a cover. It's a cover. Yeah, you know. So let's move on. We
0: have, a li- we have we have a little a little bit more time to go. Have you ever wished you were straight? at times when i was little and i was and i actually let me read let me answer this differently um i think in well the easy answer is no um the short answer the um the other way of answering this is um there have been moments um that i wished i wasn't gay because of dealing with whatever the shit is that you you deal with as gay men I think this I think I would flip this question and say as a black person have you wished, Have you ever wished that you were white or mm-hmm. wish that you were whatever you, have you have you seen have you experienced some kind of struggle in your current way of being or who you are and wish that you were the opposite so as to not deal with whatever that stress was um personally no I am gay I am black and I don't know how to want to be any other kind of way um I don't wish no so no I'm gonna say no I've never wished that was straight
1: moving on to the next question Okay, why would you date a man that dresses that, that dresses wears makeup and looks like a woman when he can just date a woman you know I take such
0: issue with this question because it comes from a place of just I'm sorry but it's just dumb it's just ignorant it's just like gay men like men Gay men like dick, right? So if a woman doesn't have a dick, so you could could want, you could be with a feminine man because maybe you still like feminine qualities, but at your core, you still want dick. And a woman isn't going to give you that. So that's why you can mess with a a feminine man that dresses, wears makeup, and expresses himself, himself like that. But not a woman because women have
1: women doesn't have the parts that you want. It reminds me of that plot in pose where the transsexual actually got the surgery Mm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. the guy who loved her for all these years, like went and found someone else because that was the one thing he was like, you can do all, you can get the titties, you can do whatever, but don't get rid of your penis. Right. And once she got rid of her penis, he was out. And I think that's um, the best way I can answer this question. A lot of men just, they like women. And they like men, and some men like women, who you get where I'm going. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Next question or next statement. Um, there seems to be a rift between gay men and lesbian women. I just see no solidarity. No coalition, even though it's <laughs> LGBTIQQA.25. <25. Stop. laughs> Side question, um, are all the letters necessary? So, it's, so to answer that observation, Yes, there is a rift
1: between gay men and lesbian women. Yeah. We just don't see each other. This, <laughs> we just, I can't. We I, try not to talk about this a lot. It's like the dark cousin of the family. It's like, oh, we don't like talking about that. You know what it is? Actually, I don't have an issue with lesbians
0: in general. I think they're, you know, I don't, I, I think they're fine. What I have an issue with is <laughs> lesbians who think that their dick is bigger than mine when they don't even have
1: one. And they were counter by saying men who think they're women when they're not. True, fine.
0: So yes, Angela, there is a rift between the gays and the lesbians. We
1: don't party together. We don't vacation together. <laughs> if we see each other in the street, there's a gentle head nod, and that's about it. Next question. Pers- again,
0: personally, my my issue just comes in with the. So I am so. And forgive me if this is my own kind of,
1: of ignorance. Just don't even go there. I'm a man. You're about that, to sound stupid. No,
0: my masculinity comes from me, right? My 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 being a man, my swag comes from my being a man. And I feel like women have to like try to be that way. Whoa. And so there's a challenge that Toxic. I just that just whatever. Toxic as listen, fun. I have a right to be
1: ignorant too, okay? All right, my, on. no, no, I have to address this. Okay. I think the second part of the question about all the LGBT. No, stuff, oh my god, I know. I think so um, the, the problem is it's the same thing about the gays and lesbians thing. It's like yes, we both are we like the same sex, but they're not the same. The struggle is not the same, and you know there are similarities, but they're just not the same. And I will
0: say we, they're they there. I think that the L, the L, we, we talked about this last week. Mm-hmm. I think that the LGB are part of the same community, mm-hmm. right? Because those are those are sexual identities, so any any of the letters that relate to sexual identity, fine. You can loop that into Q. (laughs) When you start getting into
1: um, the T, the Q, and the I, it's like no, I don't even like for gays and lesbians to be lumped in together because their experiences are different. Yeah, but I get it. Yeah, Um, all right. So the next one is misogyny is misogyny and gay male culture, life, and community. Men are still men, gay or otherwise. Consider unpacking this on the show. I am
0: guilty of this. <sighs> so to, to, to some degree, I am guilty of this. Um, and maybe, well, misogyny means hatred of women. So maybe I'm, what I get with is that what I get from this question is whether I'm a gay man or not. I... Um, still hold true to certain um, I guess values or norms that Mm -hmm. some things women do some things are for women and some things are for men Um, for instance you know I don't I I don't um, something easy a woman should make her husband's plate I would go as far as to say a bottom should make the top plate you heteronormative, <laughs> okay? Um, a man should take out the garbage. You know, a man should walk on the outside. Um, a woman should. Um, I don't know.
1: I think I, I don't. It's 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 definitely misogynistic, but um, it's it's the culture, and a lot of it does leap into uh, gay relationships as well. And unfortunately, sometimes there is the power dynamic there too. Mm-hmm. So the person that's more masculine is the one that's looked at to have more power, um, which kind of implicitly says that you know feminine is is, is weak, which is not true. Mm-hmm. But some of that does seep in. As far as unpacking it on this show, not today. We have to go back to that because <laughs> I want to. It's I, a lot.
0: I didn't. We didn't like prepare for this no. in advance. We're just looking at them and like off the cuff. I didn't responses. even read them
1: actually. So,
0: so I think it's this is worth talking about in, the, in a later episode, and I probably invite you on to have the conversation to have the conversation with us, Angela. Um, but I, uh, yeah, I want to move on.
1: Is gay a spectrum? <laughs> for example, is gay a matter of degree? Or am I being historically hetero person? Just further down the spectrum. I love the way she posed this question, and I kind yeah. of
0: mentioned this earlier on. Um, <laughs> I think that sexuality is a spectrum. Yeah, there yeah. are some gay men that are that are so into men that's that's how they see their identity. That like pussy is like nasty. <laughs> that like women are like ilk. Yeah. Um, and there's some gay men that appreciate women's bodies. They might not want to fuck it. And there's some gay men that. Maybe have a little byways about them that that will also dabble in the lady pond.
1: I'm looking at one right now.
0: <laughs> I need you
1: a little licky licky. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, I have dabbled in the lady pond, um, but I'm just open about like I yes I'm I am a gay man, um, and my preference is men, but I definitely there have been women that have I had something there was something there that I that I ran with and whatever. But I'm still gay. Um, but so that that does answer that. Yeah, there is a spectrum to it. Is. Um, I don't think there's nothing about women or pussy that's that's like I would say ilk to. Um, but I, I have I have gay friends that are like, ew, girls, yeah. pussy, ew. Yeah. So yes, there is something to be said about that. Just like straight is on the spectrum too. Um, you can be so straight that anything that's not like normal missionary like men women is like uh but then there's some that you that run the gamut um so i think some of them just told a line i'm like yo just come out already i think that all (laughs) of it is part of the spectrum okay
1: and that's why it's beautiful
0: um do you get offended if somebody says the f word Mm. i get as offended as somebody who says the n word It's, uh, it's all about your intent yeah um so for instance i think a lot of the same norms go a lot of the same norms. So when us black people say nigga, um, depending on the context, I usually, I may or may not have anything to say about Based it. They said
1: us black people. What
0: about when outside folks I use it? I hate that. It bothers me so badly. So do that
1: with the F word.
0: So I'm a gay, so I can say it. So when I hear, so we, so I have it that when I say fag, um, you know, I actually don't say that makes company, number one. Um, but it's the same thing. I have I have a right to use that word because I have a certain definition of what a fag is versus what a gay man is. Um, but I can do that because of that. I'm part of that community. Um, I, depending on somebody outside the community, depending on how they use it, um, will depend on my offense to it or not. Um, so it's it's very much the same to me about the use of the N word.
1: Yeah, it reminds me of um, how I don't remember who. Initially said it, but there's a difference between black people and niggas. Yeah. Sometimes in the gay community, we be like there's difference between gay men and faggots. Sometimes you you put the messiness and you know all um, the negative qualities. All the negative, you do that sometimes. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's it's probably not okay, but it happens. It's what we do.
0: Um, next question: Is there unity within the gay community amongst the races? No, nope, nope. Not at all. No. Nope. And I don't feel like fighting that fight right it's now. This is not what. It, it's just not. It's because, gay is. Yeah, that's our sexuality. Yes, but the racial thing still trumps everything. Mm-hmm. Um. So there, there. Yes, there are some gay men who don't see race, and they're part of the same cause. Usually, those are the black gays that like white men. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. And vice versa. But no, there is not unity in the gay community. There isn't unity among gays and lesbians. So, why would there be unity among black and white
1: gays? So, I hope to get there one day. It ain't happening ever. No, there isn't. It ain't gonna happen. Well, I like this question. So, um, are all gay men bottoms at some point or another?
0: (laughs) No, I don't think that. I think there are some gay men that refuse to bottom for it just doesn't interest them. They aren't interested in, yeah. in that feeling. They just aren't interested in being put in that position. So, no, there isn't such a thing as being, as being a total top. And they are just not interested in bottoming in the experience of it at all. And that's what it is. There are just like some, there are some bottoms that never want to top because that's their
1: pleasure center.
0: <laughs> and they want to get back.
1: So I was in one of those categories when I first got into my relationship. And down I was like maybe like five or six years in, that started to change. Mm -hmm. And we started to experiment with flip-flopping. And it was the best decision I ever made. Oh. It was very um, beneficial and healthy. And I think the problem is that a lot of people who are afraid to bottom, they think it's the pain thing. And once you figure out how to get past the pain or to figure out how to enjoy it, or it just to just find the right person to loosen you up, right? You know, I don't, I don't think that should be a, a reason for you to be. Oh no, I'm, I can't take the pain. I don't like it.
0: But there can also be a perception of, there's a perception of submissiveness in being a bottom, and depending on your on your identity, yes, that's um, also a thing. Yeah. That you relate to your preferred sexual position you don't want to put yourself in a submissive place Mm -hmm. so you aren't interested in being a bottom and you don't want to be vulnerable right all of that all Mm -hmm. of that so yes last question baby. (laughs) how long does it take for the anus to snap back in place child i've been wondering I Not think it depends on thing. I think it depends on how much you have sex. There are some there are some bottoms that get banged out so much that it ain't never gonna snap back in place. It's gonna be loosey-goosey. It's gonna be a loose hole. It's gonna be little it won't grip. It <laughs> won't grip to the dick the way it could if it was Slappy. nice and tight. Um those size queens that want them big old baby arm dicks, yep. those are the asses that really might you not snap back. It. Those people those people that are chronic fisters that want that, that's they want to really get fisted and get really like punched in their fucking ass, yep. then those are the holes that might not snap back. Might not snap back. In general,
1: in general, the ass, the anus is a muscle and you know, it will snap back like usual. So, my thing is, like, I don't know. I've heard both. I heard that it depends on the person, and then I've heard that it's just like a pussy. It just, like, once you release it, it gets, it's tightness back. I don't,
0: I, I don't know. That you I'm so equate, uncomfortable talking
1: you, How do you, this.
0: I don't, you can't equate the ass to pussy. It's two different kind of organs.
1: Well, I don't, and, I've and, heard and it. And also, and
0: also, the, I think the only, the only person who could, the only person who could make that determination is a woman who gets, who gets fucked both ways, Only they know. Well, if you do Kegels, I heard it helps. Yeah, but what I'm saying, though, is that I don't have a pussy. So who am I to liken the
1: ass to a pussy? I don't know. I'm just saying what I've been told. And personally, I don't know. And I don't want to find out the hard way. So I just ration out my fucks. I try not to do anything too much. (laughs) Because I just keep thinking about, like, the idea. Like, you got a poop. And then one day, you you think about it. And all of a sudden, it fell out. I don't think that happens. What if? I don't think that
0: really happens. I don't know. Well, maybe it does because I have, oh my God, Mm -hmm. our aunt told a story. This is what I'm thinking about. Told a story because one of, this was like in the 80s Mm -hmm. or whatever, that Mm -hmm. this guy that she knew, I think he could have been like a a friend of the family, had some kind of like, I guess a weekend of getting banged out by a Mm -hmm. bunch of men and he had to wear a fucking sanitary napkin to hold it all in. For a
1: while. Because he was bleeding. Yeah, so that's so what I, I always think about. Ass, that. The
0: ass can be destroyed in a way that it gets wrecked, and I'm and
1: I'm gonna keep it real with you. Like there is there are tears, and then sometimes you just get tore up, depending yeah. on who you're dealing with. Yeah. So if you times that times like over and over, and if you don't give your body time to heal from the last one, mm-hmm. you just might be um, you could have you could have chunk butt. <laughs> although some people prefer it
0: yeah i must say some yeah people like it well that's enough for this segment we're gonna come back next week with part two of this episode but this is what we have for now and i really would encourage you all to uh chime in and give us your feedback about that
1: that's what the butt sounds like when it's loose <laughs> now let's
0: talk some shit is the part of
1: the show this is
0: the part of the show for me and kamar to air out the shit that grinds our gears kamar what do you have
1: um i don't have nothing (laughs) i want to talk about my brother though because he's so fucking judgmental i'm not like he always be trying to act like he's just giving advice but he be judging you though he be talking about your whole life
0: to judge. So to judge is to make of is to make something right or wrong to opine is to have
1: a view of a particular point. I am opinionated. You can I am not, very opinionated. You cannot judge someone without having an opinion. and you I can cannot have, have an opinion without judging. The, uh, my opinion is mine based on my view.
0: It's not a judgment until I project my view onto yours and make you wrong or right based on my opinion. I am a I am opinionated.
1: Sometimes you just don't know when you're doing one or the other.
0: Sometimes I am judgmental though.
1: Thank you. I mean Own some things it. I just can't
0: accept. Like I just can't accept certain things. Like men that shop at Express. Oh shit. I can't. I cannot. Zoles.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what is Zoles? It's I think it's X-I-O-S. You don't know that place. Come on, boy. No, I
0: don't. <laughs> I don't. It's just as bad as Express. Oh. I just, you know what? That's just my own snobbery. I just can't. I just can't. So yeah, I do judgment that Shop at Express. Yeah. So that bothers me about my brother. What else bothers me? What else? Um, I'm here for it. No, I don't want to go into it. It's too deep. It might hurt you. Come on. You can't <laughs> hurt my feelings. No, don't you make that fucking sound, cause
1: I'll get you. Dude, we're not going to talk about that again. What else you got for me? You're hateful. By one, like your heart is just so fucking cold. I'm like, is there anything warm in your body? (laughs) Yes, maybe it
0: is.
1: (laughs) 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 Okay, what do you want to talk about? I am not hateful. I'm (laughs) not. I'm not hateful. You're a lovable hateful, but I'm
0: not hateful at all. I'm not. I'm rigid about certain things, though.
1: Evil? you Take that. Mm, No. Dark soul. You take that.
0: No. No. Ice queen. Sometimes my heart is an icebox. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it is, it is. And I am detached at times.
1: I finally found one that I really do want to talk shit about. What? People who use the microwave and leave the door open. Uh, like, why? People, people who just open up cabinets and leave the door open.
0: Seriously. Yeah, that really fucking bothers me. Like, put things back the like way you found you them. Any,
1: have you any, any like, coups. upbringing? No clue. Yeah it's a shame and it happens in my office a lot and I don't I can't catch the person who does it yeah because I want to like publicly shame them and just like oh who keeps doing this this is like so icky no home training and I want to do it like in front of them but I don't know who it is yet so (laughs) and then I bet they will stop what do you want to talk shit about
0: please don't let it be me I don't have anything to talk shit about you. I already talked shit about you already in the beginning of the show. What'd you say again? Everything about your about you being celibate, <sighs> which I think is dumb. My spiritual journey. Whatever. My kundalini. Whatever. Whatever. I don't have anything to talk shit about this week.
1: Um. Oh, I have another one. What? People who mislabel things on YouTube to get clicks. Oh, like when I'm looking for Beyonce videos And you show me you and your new like Freestyle yeah, I instantly dislike it yeah. And I want to report your video That's true. I have something to talk shit about People who talk unnecessarily
0: loud So you know how So what will bother me is Say you know I see a person who's like On this side of the street mm-hmm. And they see a person that they know across the street mm-hmm. And down a little bit And they yell to each other <laughs> Motherfucker just go talk to them in their face in a reasonable tone why are you yelling
1: across the street you fucking like because they don't want to wait it takes too long i just
0: hate it's so i hate it
1: you know what's weird though so now we're going to be walking towards each other and just being quiet as opposed to just talking that whole time it's
0: just so fucking day class a like why are you yelling across the street right while, like, in the gym, are you, like, yelling in the locker room? No yeah. fuckers, talk, 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 talk in reasonable talk. talk. Use your inside voice, please. That's like kindergarten 101. Whatever. Um, enough. That's our time together. That is our time together. We hope to not only entertain you, but to provide you with some new or different perspective about the various topics we discuss. Join the conversation and
1: share your thoughts on today's topic. Yes, and please be sure to follow us on our um, social media pages on Instagram. It's at Heathensguy, no apostrophe S. Yes. And on Facebook, just give us a search for the Heathen's Guide to Life and like our pages and thank you to all of our new followers. Oh yeah, we have a whole bunch of you guys and I hope you enjoy the show. For real. Make sure you go to our website theheathensguide.com,
0: theheathensguide.com, the the heathens Heathensguide.com. Sign up for the mailing list, check out the archive of all of our shows and buy some heathen merchandise. Also look us up on Mixcloud, SoundCloud, iTunes and stitcher and subscribe leave a comment and share with your friends tune in next time for another episode of the heathen's guide to life Asshole.
1: <laughs>